Hello, welcome to chapter five of Let's Get Sexy, the podcast where I read a erotic story for your listening pleasure. In this episode, I'm continuing the epic saga of Lesbian Slave Island, written by author Fitton Trim, and we're on chapter five now. Subtitle The First Night Continues. A little info on what the podcast is. So, as I mentioned, I read an erotic story to you, chapter by chapter, week on week. It's the first time I'm reading it, uh, so I don't know what's going to happen in this chapter, apart from having read that little subtitle, The First Night Continues, that gives you some idea. And yeah, that's that's all there is to it, really. Uh, at the end, I'll give my thoughts on the story and how it's progressed so far, and we'll go through the comments on Literotica, which is the website where I found this story. Uh, if you'd like to find this story and read it for yourself, then you can do that by going to literotica.com and searching for Fit and Trim. That's the name of the author. And if you go to their profile, you'll be able to see all 18 chapters of Lesbian Slave Island and catch up or read along with this episode. Or you can even read ahead into the future if you're desperate to know what happens to Lisa. Well, last time we had a pretty rowdy outing, so we had the introduction of the slave owner's manual that Lisa had drawn up as part of a fantasy she had before the main action of the story kicked off between her, Helen, and Sasa. We got some of the details about what she wants out of the fantasy and what her expectations are, which I guess also sets up our expectations as an audience or as a reader, uh, listener to the action of the story. One of the key details of that manual was the whipping of the slave girl, which was kind of prescribed as a way to begin the relationship and get things started and set the tone for how the slave-master relationship would be uh, carried out from now on. So we, we had a lot of whipping uh, I think we had 35 whips in total, and they, they sounded quite painful and unpleasant, although it did seem like Lisa, at least in some way, enjoyed them. Or certainly, she they were part of her fantasy, at any rate. So, having just had those 35 lashes on the buttocks and other body parts, she's now had her induction as a slave, and I guess we'll take it from there. I am truly yours now, my owners, I said. Yes, you're our property now, confirmed Helen, solemnly. Our actual possession. You are our slave girl. It feels incredible to own you, our very own love slave. It's fantastic, added Sasser, stepping towards me. I almost flinched as her hand suddenly shot out, but she only caressed my hair. To actually own a person who voluntarily submitted so utterly... Sasa had a musical quality to her voice. The emphasised words combined with her emotive expressions had a huge impact on me. Sasa grabbed my hair, pulling gently backwards, tilting my face upwards. I felt that humiliation I had sought in her reminder that I had volunteered, yes, even created this situation. As she then pulled my hair back yet further, my humiliation increased. 
along with my conflicting desire to display my naked body. Helen, I know you must love me if you are sharing this sexy girl with me, Sasa smiled at Helen. This body is so hot, so fantastic, I can hardly believe I, um, we, actually own such a living, beautiful piece of art. Thanks, sis. Sasa's other hand openly covered my left breast. Pressing firmly several times, Sasa took her time feeling this breast, paused, then slid her fingers to the other breast and played with my hard nipple. Helen said, Sasa, I do love you so, so let us make sure you know I want you to completely forget any hesitations or inhibitions. All we do with her is secret. Everything and anything is okay. Forget everything and everyone else for a while. Lisa is truly yours as well as mine. You really, really do own her too. We sisters have almost always played so nicely together, shared our toys and dolls. Sasa and Helen beamed at one another. I began to really feel like a doll or toy. Not certain it was an entirely pleasant feeling, though certainly an erotic idea to me, until Helen's eyes met mine, still beaming, and I knew she loved me. This is only the first day of many we own, Lisa. Let's take our time. I will set up a trip to the island, said Helen. Nice. But we won't be alone there, said Sasa. I'll figure out a way, smiled Helen. We need a place like that to fully enjoy our property. Turning to gaze at me, she gently pulled even further back, so my front was arched backwards, eyes directly facing the ceiling. May I? breathed Sasa. Helen said, Do what you feel, Sasa. Do whatever you feel. Sasa moaned softly. The next moment we were passionately Frenching tongues hungrily sucking and dancing. I loved it when she sucked my lips or tongue into her mouth, or pushed her tongue in aggressively. Sasa's hand started caressing my torso harder and more wildly. Soon my head was cradled in her hand as I was pushed back onto the floor, arms under lower back, knees still wide apart, uncomfortable, but in the passion I didn't care about my stretching body. Sasa began licking and kissing my jawline, upper chest, nipples. Her hand flew to my wet and open vaginal opening, spreading my moisture around the area down there, especially playing with my labia, until my entire intimate but fully exposed sex was glistening. I moaned loudly when I also felt both Helen's hands caressing my legs, focusing on the inner thighs. Helen said, Let's tie her spread eagle on the bed now. Sasa slowly, reluctantly stopped and raised her head, her eyes glazed in passion. She helped me stand and walked me to the bedroom, where Helen started going through the box of sex tools. I was trembling the whole time, as they locked me spread eagle atop the bed. It seemed to take a long time until I was properly locked and spread. Sasa sat Indian-style next to my middle and caressed my abs and toyed with my labia, as Helen laid out some toys on my other side. Sasa then more intensely teased my labia and clitoris, inserting a finger occasionally. I began arching hips upwards, hungrily for more. I worked my vaginal muscles to tighten on her finger whenever it was inside. Sasa and Helen absolutely loved me arching my hips upwards, repeatedly saying how sensual and beautiful was the sight. I threw my face backwards, moaning, and threw my body upwards, writhing. I felt as if my vagina were a hungry mouth, seeking to swallow. Helen held up one of my toys, a pair of jewellery clips. She again ordered me to hold still. Then she lowered the jewellery to my labia. 
I could hear only my breathing as she pressed open the first clip with her right hand, grasped my right labia with the thumb and two fingers of her left hand, and then carefully and slowly let the clips close on my labia. I had played with these already, so I knew what pain to expect. These are surprisingly not bad, but not real clothespins either, lighter because they were made for kinky play, but the first application was always painful enough to make me gasp. Helen pulled and caressed the labia on my left side next, and I whimpered softly, though very briefly, when the second jewellery clips closed on my moist flesh. Helen caressed the area with her fingers, smiling at me. I moaned and breathed more heavily when she brought her fingers to my eager mouth, and I hungrily licked and sucked her fingers clean of my sexual moisture. Oh, that submissive sucking and licking, tasting my own juices, it made me so hot. I writhed my hips upwards, hearing the jewellery jingling softly. I moaned again when Sasser's hand caressed my naked hips. I arched higher, displaying myself, offering my most intimate parts to their hands. Helen raised the butterfly jewellery nipple clamps, handing one to her sister. I arched my chest upwards and held still as if to offer my nipples. They and I loved it when they caressed and pinched my nipples. One at a time, ceremoniously, each butterfly clamped onto a nipple. I winced and lightly whimpered, for this was more painful. They admired their handiwork, and I did too. Gazing down, Helen's fingers played with the butterflies, causing gentle pulling on my nipples, upwards and sideways. Sasser took my left breast in both hands and caressed, squeezed. One hand slid downwards over my ribs, abs and thigh. I flexed my thigh muscles for her. She caressed and squeezed my healthy, lean, fit upper leg. Sasser looked into my eyes. I blinked, gazing back directly into her beautifully spellbinding eyes, boldly, though silently expressing with my face my erotic invitation to utterly give in to her desire to use me. Next thing I knew, we were passionately French kissing again. On and on we went, mouths hungrily locking together, devouring each other. I could feel hands and fingers on me, Sasser's and Helen's, my hips strained high as my groin was expertly handled, teased to almost point of orgasm, then released, again and again and again and again. I whispered and moaned desperately, trying to grind my loins upwards, but too often meeting only air. I panted for air whenever I had a momentary break from kissing. Helen and Sasser began to take turns Frenching me. I was in bliss and erotic torture, so aroused, juices flowing, but no orgasm allowed. I think this continued for half an hour or more, though it seemed longer, I'm not sure. They began talking even more openly. I could see and hear already the inhibitions dropping. The private desires began to reveal and develop further. Sasser looked at Helen and said, with sensuous hoarseness, how much she felt she needed to orgasm. Helen nodded and smiled, and then, to my surprise, giggled. Sasser too laughed, but repeated her need. Of course, sweet sister, how do you prefer? said Helen. Sasser looked at my mouth. Helen continued, First, I want to tease more juices out of our slave girl, and make her even more mindlessly lust-crazed, just as lust-crazed as she wrote herself in the manual how a sex slave should be much of the time. I moaned and thrust my hips, reflecting my combined bliss and longing. Helen's open palm rubbed and pushed against my open, steaming loins. I arched upwards as much as physically possible to receive more pressure and stimulation. Helen teased me, pulling just out of my reach. We played this game for a long, long time. 
I whimpered and moaned, becoming mindlessly sexual, arching and thrusting, writhing and straining against the wrist and ankle bindings. Sasser played with my hair and left breast, while Helen mercilessly continued. Sasser played with my hair and left breast, while Helen mercilessly continued. Occasionally, Sasser pulled or twisted the left butterfly. The labia jewellery tinkled as I worked hard for orgasmic friction. Slick, sweat-drenched, naked skin glistening all over in the soft bedroom lighting. I felt the air on my nudity, loving that I was the only one nude, exposed, bound. Sasser commented openly how beautiful this was, their sensual, tight and hard-bodied slave property arching and straining so arduously. Helen took the opportunity to imprint on me while I was in this blissful and desiring state. She ordered me to tell them how completely and utterly owned I was as their property, how I must shed all inhibitions and be their sensuous sex girl. I moaned even more in blissful submissive ecstasy and talked for some time as I twisted, arched and whimpered. Oh yes, my owners, this is your body to display and use for your sexual purposes. I'm utterly your property. I submitted totally, and I meant it, and I mean it. Use me utterly for your most depraved fantasies and sexual gratification. I'm here to serve and arouse and please you. Your whims are my commands. I admit this is what I wanted and need. I love you and worship you and need to be used. I'm your legally owned property to do with what you will. No clothes are allowed for me. I must always be nude for you and your arousal. Sasa moaned, and after a quick, self-conscious glance to her sister, pulled off her shirt and bra, suddenly and quickly lowering her nipple to my lips. I did not hesitate to do my utmost to stimulate her, licking, kissing, sucking, lightly biting, pulling into my mouth, and even voraciously opening wide to take as much lovely breast as possible into my mouth. Sasa moaned more loudly, and switched her other nipple to my hungry mouth. Sasa eventually lifted up, looked me over, and lowered her mouth to my clamped nipples to suck and bite them around the butterflies. Helen stroked my hips, teasingly close but not touching my outer lips. I was surprised, but even further aroused, to see Helen then use her other hand to stroke Sasser's hair. Sasser looked up and turned to her sister. I can't wait. I need some relief. I'm so hot. Helen nodded with a Mona Lisa smile. Sasser pushed down the rest of her clothes and nimbly climbed to sit lightly on my chest, a knee on either side of my naked bound torso. I had a beautiful and first-hand view of her shaved sex. I had a beautiful and first-hand view of her shaved sex, flat abs, and lovely breasts with taut, upturned nipples. I smiled nervously and blushed as Helen moved closer for a good view. I suddenly blurted out, Your every wish is my command, my owner. I need some relief. Lick and suck me to orgasm, slave girl, said Sasser, as she gingerly placed her sex at my mouth, and I eagerly began licking and sucking her labia. My dream was a reality. To be continued. Wow, well that that got off to a, a pretty flying start, didn't it? 
finally, all the build-up that we've had over four episodes, four chapters of Lesbian Slave Island. And although we have not arrived at the island yet, we're certainly arriving at some lesbian sex, which is a relief, I'm sure, to some readers who at this point are three years into reading this story. So it's been a long time coming. And finally, Fit and Trim pays the bills and releases some of that built-up tension that her audience is doubtlessly feeling. Yeah, we had some some great sexy details there uh, with uh, all, all that kind of labia play, the, the clipping of the labia. That, to me, doesn't sound particularly pleasant. But clearly, Lisa's got a thing about being in considerable discomfort. That's That's one of her kicks, it seems. Each to their own, as I say, basically every week. Um, and then the, the nipples were clamped, and God, it seems like everything these days is being either whipped, clamped, or twisted. But then finally, some things which seem like they might have felt nice, rather than feeling really painful. There was some nice nipple play there, a little bit of fingering. Lisa got to enjoy a bit of manual stimulation of her vagina, which sounded good. Um, oh, things progressed over to the bed, um, and there was a heck of a lot of teasing going on, which is exactly what Lisa likes. The two of them clothed her naked on the bed. You can see that's right up her alley there. A good amount of Frenching or French kissing. Bit of an outdated term these days, but you've got to remember we're talking... This was written 2013, so the words for things move on, but we all know what that means. French kissing, kissing with the tongues. So that sounds enjoyable, and seems like they all did enjoy that. And then, of course, the slave owners building up their tension, um, kind of reflecting Lisa's. And then, of course, Sasa becoming far too aroused to hold off any longer and mounting Lisa for a little bit of Cullinigus, which, you know, sounds great. Um, we didn't get a whole lot of detail on that, but that's something to look forward to for the next chapter I thought that was a really enjoyable chapter, a lot more sexy details, a lot less focus on the admin of the situation and a bit more of the kind of nitty gritty getting down to business that people come to read an, an erotic story for. You know, you don't read an erotic story for the contractual jiggery pokery, you read it for the, the labia rubbing and nipple stimulation uh, details. So... Good to, good to have a bit of that at last. Uh, interesting relationship between the two sisters developing. Seems like they might have a kind of sexual past. Uh, the incest element of the story really coming to the fore there. Kind of a knowing look shared between them, I felt. I guess, though, there's a kind of level of comfort you must have with a sibling. <laughs> I mean, to me, that's incredibly creepy. I don't think that you could ever be comfortable having sex with a member of your family. But clearly, there are some boundaries here that I have that the characters of the story do not share. And that appears to be one of them. Let's have a look at the comments. As always, we've got our usual commenters um looks like mistress silver has left a comment 
Pants, she says. Okay, fit and trim. Now we're getting somewhere. I just wish your chapters were longer. 10 to 12 pages longer. I'm giving chapter 5 five stars and five orgasms. Mistress Silver. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> they're short and sweet, Mistress Silver, you know. And to be honest, if you've already had five orgasms, can you handle another 10 to 12 pages of this? I don't know. I think once you've had five orgasms, you're done for the day, aren't you? Surely, surely you're done after that. But great comment from Mr. Silver there. And I agree, now we are getting somewhere. It, it, that was that was a satisfying chapter, a lot more of what I expected from this kind of literature. Bearing in mind, this is one of the first BDSM lesbian stories that I've ever read. So it's an education for me. Uh, Woodworker11 says, Needs more spice. Wouldn't it have been great if that pussy jewellery was the real deal? She was expecting the toy stuff she was used to. What if it was real piercing jewellery? Ooh, that doesn't sound so nice. <laughs> no, not not. that's not one of my desires for this story. I, I actually liked that it was specifically designed for play jewellery rather than, you know, an actual piercing. It's, you know, somebody who designed that has put real thought into what the human body can take without it being too torturous. Oh, goodness gracious. He's <laughs> saying... Uh, they go on to say uh, she was so shielded from her slight piercing, flyers were at the ready for the application of the jewellery. That would have given her the erotic feeling of a lifetime. Your readers also. That's getting into a little bit... That's a bit too much, like, torture for me. That's a bit too... That's a bit too much, Woodworker 11. I, I wonder if Woodworker 11 is into that kind of thing, if they've ever had a piece of jewellery applied with pliers in a sexual way. I don't know. That's not my cup of tea. Um, I wonder if it's really theirs or whether that's just a kind of, a, you know, a fantasy to see on somebody else rather than something to experience. A comment from, oh, from Dry Hill here. It's been a long wait for this chapter. I hope we do not have too long a wait until the next is published. Thank you for an enjoyable story. Good on you, Dry Hill. Keep on reading. He keeps coming back. He's obviously into this couple of anonymous comments um someone says please continue ah oh, it was so good till the ending i need you to write more to it please don't leave my mind to wonder what happens next please continue thank you it sounds like anonymous was right on the edge there when the story <laughs> finished maybe you should just go back and read it again that can sometimes do the trick hey Another comment here from Marshall OC9 says, nice going. Certainly an interesting story. I hope you keep it going. And there's a few more general comments from anonymous people just saying, loved it. Please update. This is great. Keep it going. So again, all positive comments. Nobody there who's really, who really disliked the story. It got 4.36 stars, which I don't think is as good as last time. It had 92.5 thousand readers, which has gone up since last time. Um, 26 likes. Um, so, you know, overall a pretty successful story. I think that might have had something to do with the fact that this was tagged. Rather than as a BDSM story, this was tagged as a lesbian sex story so it's kind of bringing in a different crowd people searching for different tags you're not necessarily going to get the lesbian sex crowd in the same pool as the bdsm crowd although obviously there is a little bit of overlap for both to enjoy in this story um 
Anyway, if you would like to read this story and others like it by the same author, other chapters, go back maybe and read the previous chapters or skip ahead and read some of the future ones, you can go to literotica.com and search for Fit and Trim. You'll find all their stories there. Please go on there and like some of their stories if you've enjoyed this podcast and support them. As I mentioned last week, they're going to be bringing out, hopefully, a an official publication of this story where... I think the whole thing, every chapter is going to get a complete rework and, you know, just be professionally edited and added to and embellished and just really kind of improved in every way. So, you know, don't feel like just because you've listened to this podcast that, you, there's, that there's nothing else to experience um, by reading the book or ebook or whatever it happens to be in its final format. I've been informed by the author that there is going to be some serious additions. It's going to be a, a full kind of novel type uh, publication. So, you know, you haven't, this is only a taster really of what's to come uh, in the official publication. So when that drops, when, when that is published and it's available to buy, I will certainly be adding a some information on where you can get your hands on it. Um, and support the author. If you want to support this podcast, then there may be a Patreon, uh, which you can click on, and I'm sure there'll be a link to that in the description or wherever links go. And all that's left to do is to say thank you for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed it. Oh, and do tune in for the next instalment, Chapter 6, which will be coming very soon. All right, goodbye. Passionately Frenching. <laughs>